I entered this scene through rejection and honesty. Nerds weren't mean, they were weird, and that worked for me. After ten years of teasing, when social skills failed me, Dungeons and Dragons cured all that ailed me. We read books, we played games, we made art, we watched Lost, we said things like D20, shipping, and mana cost. It felt good to myself not being mocked still self-conscious though we whispered things about jocks but one day you grow up come into your own now geeks not rejection it's a label i own then ignorant haters come to prove me wrong tell me i'm not nerdy enough to belong Hey guys! Hello. This little mini episode we felt we had to do. It's 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 related to film. It's it's related to our culture. Yeah, I think the best way to put it is what we're doing is an open letter to the geek community, telling them, guys, there are some things that have got to change. Right. I'm not sure if this is recent or if things have always been this way. They've always been this way. Yeah, they have always been this way. This is just us speaking out and saying that there are some serious problems and they need to be addressed. And what brought all this on is, for those who are unaware, there was a t-shirt circulating at WonderCon a couple of weeks ago that read... It was being sold there. It was being sold there. And it read, I like my fangirls like I like my coffee. I hate coffee. (sighs) Guys, this is a problem. In more ways than one. This is a tremendous problem. Luckily, there there have been n- numerous outpourings of, yeah, this is this is not good. The problem is, this is a sentiment that's a little more common than we like in the community. And yeah. in thinking about our rage over this, it made us realize that there are some other things in the geek community that really are pissing us off. So, this is an open letter to our commu- to the community, and it is our community. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, we're, this is a community we we are part of, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're also part of one or two of those. We are geeks. That is who we are. First of all, it's rather, the, that shirt itself is rather misogynistic, for one. Blindingly misogynistic, yes. And it's, it's basically saying, well, women cannot be geeks, for whatever reason. It's a sentiment I do not get. Not only is is it a sentiment that I don't get, it's a sentiment that's inaccurate on its face. Extremely. Like, um, I don't know, about a year or so ago, there was like a fake geek girls meme going around. Yeah, unfortunately it made it onto the back of some comics. Oh, really? Yeah, and raised just outrage, as as it absolutely should have. No, 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 let's, let's be clear on something. There is no such thing as a fake geek girl. No, there isn't. Okay, the the specific argument was, like, girls dressing up for cons. Pretty attractive girls dressing up as a character, you know, working the floor at cons, and uh, men basically claiming, oh, you don't know anything about this character, you're just dressing up for the attention. It's like, why would they bother? Why, that, that argument makes no sense to me. 
obviously it's a character they care enough to dress up like. I mean, especially when it's a character that like has a huge female fan base. Like if I see a woman dressed up as Harley Quinn, especially if they go for the classic look or Poison Ivy or any of the Teen Titans female characters, I'm like, yeah, I and especially the X-Women, especially the X-Women. I'm like, yeah, you you probably know. Those have huge female fan bases. Um, mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. I would probably guess that the women in the Firefly fan base outnumber the men. Yeah, I would believe it. So, I, I have friends. I have female friends. I, I know at least one uh, Amanda's old roommate, uh, Mika, has uh, a Firefly quote tattooed on her. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm almost... Yeah, I think so. Uh, nice. Yeah, she... What's, what's the quote? Uh, I forget. It's from the theme song, but... Oh, okay. But I'm making the point that... No, 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 no. We, we, we need to... We need to stop calling women fake for being fans. For the record, I do share the t-shirts... The first part of the t-shirt sentiments. I do like my fangirls like I like my uh, coffee. Strong and full of flavor. Uh, someone countered, uh, loaded with sugar so you can stay up all night with Netflix. Exactly. No, seriously. And more to the point... We should be embracing the fangirls. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done a lot to bring women into the fold. Instead of instead of mocking the women for doing the Loki fan art, let's be grateful for the fact that they're in there and they know it. Right. Let me also pause to note that, guys, we, we're often a little bit un, uh, failing to understand this. The women that were obsessed with Twilight, they were just as geeky as we were. Yeah. They come in all forms. So, seriously. And, and, I mean, just one more point that I want to make. You want to tell me that girls can't be uh, geeky and can't know their stuff? Uh, I just read the uh, first trade of uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick's uh, Avengers Assemble. And after having to slog through about a year of the absolutely god-awful Jonathan Hickman run on Avengers, her run was a breath of fresh air. Because it was like, wow, this actually reads like the Avengers that I know. Again, a female writer. No, 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 women know it just fine. No, I, th- I think women get it just fine. But here's the thing. Our issues aren't just limited to this stupid t-shirt and to the stupid things. So, no, no, no. Here are some things that we would like to see our community stop doing. You brought up one earlier that I would love to lead off this next phase of the discussion. I hate, I really, really hate to do this, but bronies, guys, for fuck's sake, stop. Okay, just background, in case you don't know, in case you haven't picked up the numerous hints I've dropped on this cast, uh, I myself am one. You are a sane one, to be clear. I am a, I am a sane one, yes. Thank you for saying it. I don't think I could say it. <laughs> you are a fan of the show. You're a fan of the very well-written and very entertaining comics. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. The IDW comics are fantastic. Yeah, I actually... Uh, Comicsology, which I am not particularly happy with right now due to their new business model, but they released the first trade uh, uh, during South by Southwest for free online, so I downloaded that. Comics are great. I had the single issues of uh, of that one, and I also downloaded that. I'll be the first to admit that bronies they do have a darker side. Like there is, there is a lot of good. Like there is, 
Uh, this fandom has done more good than any other that I can, you know, you go to a con, it's a very positive atmosphere. Like, everybody's very friendly. Um, you go to a meetup, which I've organized many, everyone's very, very friendly. And talk about the show, talk about other things. Like, it is great. It is great. It's one of the main reasons I'm still, you know, I still interact with the, the community. The fans, the fellow fans are wonderful. Um, then you get to the extreme ones. God. Okay, so recently there was a movie uh, where they turned them into humans. You know, it was a little controversial until, you know, people saw it and uh, it's like, okay, this is pretty good. So it's by the same people. Gee, it's almost as if you shouldn't judge things before you see them. Hmm, gee. I admit I was a little guilty of that. We all are. I admit I was wrong. And now I just have no doubts <laughs> about anything they do with this show or, you know, they're about to make their second movie and I can't wait for it. But anyway, yeah, there's a character that they introduced just for the movie called Flash Sentry. And basically, he asks Twilight out to a dance. I was in the theater. I saw this in the theater. And then when he, the moment he did that, I heard a lot of people around me whisper, Don't do it, Twilight. Don't do it. I just wanted to turn around and shout, Shut up, you fucking loser. She's a cartoon. And in her normal <sighs> appearance, she's a cartoon horse. Horse. I really hope I don't have to explain the whole waifu thing. Look it up. W-A-I-F-U. I'm not going to explain it. Big emphasis on the F-U. Look it up. Look it up on Wikipedia or whatever. But anyway. Uh, p- people asked Megan McCarthy, the, the, current, um, the current story supervisor on the show, uh, whether he would be showing up in season four, and she said no. Come, like, what, 12, 13 episodes in? Uh, he shows up, like, briefly, I should say, in horse form. He, he exists in both universes. He doesn't talk. He just, like, you know, there are two there are two guards uh, from, like, this area that he's supposed to live in. And, you know, one of the, one of the storyboard artists uh, just threw him in there, just as a nod. And people lost their shit. Like, they, they started, like, tweeting death threats at Megan McCarthy. They called her a lying cunt. You're not my fucking mother! And just numerous other things. But she's like, I didn't know, for one, and for two, sh- stop it, guys. That kind of behavior, I do not... I, I, don't, I don't get it either, and I want to take a moment to note something. That kind of behavior is not acceptable. So, here, here's something that I want to make clear. I am really disturbed by the way that fans overreact to things. You know, I mentioned comicsology that I'm not happy with them. I did take a moment on Twitter and on Facebook to loudly uh, voice my negative reaction to the fact that they've taken away support for their app and made it so that it's impossible to download comics using your phone. I don't like that. I'm still using this podcast as a method of speaking out against it, because I want to make it clear that this is a business decision that I don't like. That said, I am not going to make it personal. No, God, no. I am going to... All I have told them is that I'm not going to spend any more money with their company. That's it. It doesn't have anything to do with the company's owners. I've told them I think they have a terrible business practice, and that I'm not happy with it, um, that I'm sad because they had a good product that I liked that doesn't work anymore. But that's it. 
You're not going to go tell them to fuck their mothers. No, I'm not going to make it personal. And so that leads me to another big point that I want to make, which is on your, in a related, you know, staying in this point, guys, when you use the phrase rape, I want you to understand (sighs) that you've got to stop this. Uh, I, I love South Park to death. Their episode about Indiana Jones is one of the most shameful things they have ever done. If not the most shameful they've ever done. It's pretty stupid. To be clear what we're talking about, that's the uh, the episode where they talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and they keep saying, oh, they raped Indy. And they, re- they have a recurring theme of including famous rape scenes from movies in which George Lucas and Steven Spielberg rape Indy. Okay, first of all, I actually happen to like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm not going to tell you I think it's a great movie. But with the Same. exception of Raiders of the Lost Ark, I wouldn't even go as far as to say I think any of them are particularly great movies. They're fun yeah. Saturday afternoon matinees. That's all they were ever intended as. So, God, you know, I, I honestly, honestly, I can't even, while I can give a lot of ground on another set of films that is going to come up in just a moment, honestly, I really enjoyed the living hell out of it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Me too. I had fun in the theater. I mean, the whole nuking the fridge thing was gleefully silly. (laughs) And guys, I loved that. I love silly. It wasn't supposed to be realistic in the least. I don't go to movies for realism. I mean... No. uh, By the way, you may have actually detected my opinion on that film earlier when we were talking about uh, Disaster Movie when I was sarcastically uh, shredding it. No, no, I, I happen to like it. But more to the point, guys... Rape is a horrifying, horrifying thing. So stop saying raped my childhood. I, I mean, I realize that at this point that's probably overblown how many people say that. But you really and truly see some pretty ugly language. So stop saying that. And while we're at it, look. Okay, the Star Wars prequels have a lot of problems. They have a ton of problems. But it occurs to me that even today, I can't express... uh, Doug Walker did his uh, 11 things that he liked about the uh, prequels. Which, you know, admittedly, he generally was pretty negative on them. But he did say that, look, there are some things about them that are very good. And I could even think of a few of multiple more that he didn't list. (sighs) Guys. It was... Episode 1 was 15 years ago. And yet, I still notice people angrily discussing it uh i've never been able to make it all the way through the red later media rants about them i just i'm sorry (laughs) i like those just for just because it should be stressed that those are very tongue-in-cheek just to be clear they are extremely but but people are taking them as if they're gospel and while i'm sure the guy means a lot of what he says i mean that should be stressed but more to the point, here's the here's something about the culture that I don't like, and that is the constant complaining. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the month of April, three weekends in a row, a movie based uh, loosely upon the Ed Brubaker uh, Winter Soldier arc of Captain America was the number one film of the country in the country for three weeks in a row. Uh, that's a film that we're going to cover uh, in a later podcast later this year. But I don't think it's a spoiler to say that we absolutely love the living hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America 2 was amazing. Okay, that that's a great thing. Um, in recent years, we've had amazing films based on 
so many great characters. It's been a great time to be a geek, and yet I still hear such complaining. So, look guys, I'm not saying that you can't complain, but there is a constant tone of negativity that comes out of this community. And it's not okay. It is not. So, all I'm trying to say is that th this constant negativity... I understand that Man of Steel maybe wasn't to your taste. Okay. But don't use violent language when describing it. Don't say that it ruined your summer. Don't, you know, don't angrily yell about it to everybody that you meet. And while we're at it, don't angrily shout down other people. That's something that I really am hating about the geek community. I guess that's maybe the point that I'm more trying to make than, than anything else is understand that other people have different opinions from you. Mm -hmm. Other people can like things that you don't like. Other people can not like things that you love. There are people out there that really don't like The Dark Knight, and that's fine with me. There are people that I know that don't like The Avengers particularly. I'm okay with that. There's, um, recently I saw an episode of Game Grumps, uh, where they, where they play the old NES Batman game, and they talk about the fact that they don't like, one or both of them didn't like Dark Knight Rises. It's one of those listening to it, it's like, yeah, I, I disagree. But I was I was able to I laughed myself silly when they talked about what they didn't like about it because they just made fun of uh they made fun of a lot of the plot holes. That's fine. It's like that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't quite agree with them, but that's hilarious. I mean we often cite Brad Jones. Uh he gave a negative review to uh Dark Knight Rises and absolutely had people eviscerate him. No, no, you, you know, you can, again, there can be difference of opinion. I didn't agree with Jones in that case. I actually happen to really love, uh, I love the entire Nolan trilogy. I could watch it from start to finish over and over again. Oh, yeah. But it's okay that somebody else doesn't like what you like. Amanda and I have disagreed strongly on films. I really loved Gravity. She really didn't. And you know what? I talked to her afterwards. Mm -hmm. Guys, guys, you've <laughs> got to understand that there are differences of opinion. I love, and you know, I've already mentioned a few things that I really like that other people don't. I loved Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. We we can't be this defensive about. You have to understand that opinion is subjective. So seriously, you know. And again, if you don't like something, don't yell at somebody just because, you know. Yeah. basically what it comes down to is there's got to be a better tone of debate on the internet there has to be yeah, I understand uh, part of the problem is that talking talking in text is not the same as talking in person uh, there's a disconnect as far as like tone what you mean that can like meaning can be lost and like if someone uses sarcasm it's like unless you know that person like if, unless you know that person well enough to know that they're joking, that it's kind of hard uh, without tone of voice there to back it up. I understand that, but you know, there's there's gotta be limits on that. Even, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't excuse being disrespectful. No, it doesn't towards fans and and creators. I mean, at the end of the day, we have to accept the fact that again, we all have differences of opinion, and we can't be little people. This, yeah, this. This is why, you know, not everybody is going to like everything, and not everything you like is going to please you all the time. No. And, you know, this is why there are 20 million forms of entertainment out there, because you can pick and choose what you like and just ignore those that you don't. 
Yeah. So seriously, guys, I mean, it, it, it's time to grow up. Uh, and before we get on to the mate to a major point that I do want to hit on as, uh, at least my closing point, there's something else I got to say, which is you also got to accept the fact that the entertainment that you love will change and that's okay. Yeah. It's perfectly okay. And you know, the old stuff is still there if you want, if you, if that's what you prefer. It, I mean, it's like, okay, to, uh, this is really turning into a very current issues cast for us because, you know, we've hit on the <laughs> comicsology thing. And now, yeah. you know, okay, Disney just confirmed that, yes, the expanded universe of Star Wars is gone. It's wiped out. Yeah. Well, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that at all. Now, am I going to uh, be uh, sending, you know, am I going to be uh, mailing in uh, threats to Disney? No. No. Hell, I'm even going to see episode seven and I'm even going to read what comes next, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a fan. Let's not forget that. But you know what? You know, it does hurt to see that, yeah, I'm going to basically have it be told that, yeah, what I really loved for, for let's see, 17 years... Because, you know, I've been reading those books since, uh, uh, I think, probably, no, probably, probably, yeah, about seven, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen years. Yeah, it does hurt that, yeah, those are going to go out of print, and the line is officially going to stop. Really? They're, 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 go they're going out of print, even? I expect them to. I, I don't think that they will keep, they won't keep them in print, no. Oh, um, stinks. But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm, I'm always going to have had these things. I'm always going to have had them. And yeah, change stinks. You know, I'm a comic book fan. The stories that I read do change quite a bit. But we have to accept the fact that the stories that we watch, if we follow serialized stories, they go on. They adapt. They evolve. Nothing ever stays in the same place. So, be open to change, guys. Yeah. Life is change. Change is nature. You know, that's... That's the way it is. That's the way it always will be. The point that I want to make here is, and th I think this is the biggest thing to my community that I am trying to say. Guys, we won the pop culture war. I want to make that clear. We won the pop culture war. Nerd is big right now. Nerd is great right now. Um, okay, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a runaway blockbuster of a success. Um, internationally, it's doing numbers. I mean, do we understand that before the Marvel Cinematic Universe, superhero films did not travel internationally? I mean, Captain America is a blockbuster overseas. It's a film called Captain America. It's it's amazing. Again, it's not it's not that shocking. The film is really, really, really great. I really loved it. But again. We are getting these amazing, big-budget comic book movies. Horror movies continue to be huge. Horror fiction continues to be huge. On TV, Game of Thrones crushes everything that it airs against. Walking Dead, even though I know that the audiences are kind of upset with it right now because the quality has dipped. Walking Dead is huge. We won. And... I'm noticing that there's really been a lot of pushback within the community. That they don't want the community to grow. I hear horror stories of people who go to bad comic book shops and aren't and are treated badly 
because they go in there and they try to ask about new stuff. I, I hear this elitism within the community. Note, I'm happy to say that I have yet to hear a single story like that out of uh, Kapow Comics uh, in Sherwood, which is my regular shop. But you, you see this elitism. You see that like people will look down on... People within the community will look down on newcomers, and they'll dismiss them as not real. Well, yeah, they're not real yet because you didn't give them a chance to be. Right, it's like, how do you... How do you expect the things you love to keep being produced if you don't let new people in? You know, and for that matter, you know, why would you why would you rob yourself of the joy of introducing what you love to other people? I mean, that is that is a great feeling. That is like the best feeling, you know, sharing the things you love. It's great. I have a, a friend who I've been loaning graphic novels to because he's a big X Men fan. But he's a fan of the characters through the movies and through the cartoon show. It's another thing. I mean, let's not forget. We're the generation that grew up on the cartoon shows. Right. We're the generation that knows this material. So let's stop being so snobby. Let's open the doors. You know, um, I've talked with Amanda about this. She said that she would have a hard time getting into comics because of how complicated and convoluted the continuity is. But she loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Let's not look down on someone for that. Right. They're still fans of the material because, you know, that's that's all that's part of it. They know the material. They know a a version of it that's true and faithful to the source material and captures it at its best. Let's celebrate that. Let's grow the tent. And that's what I'm tr- I guess that's what more than anything else what I'm trying to say is this negative, misogynistic, arrogant, and at times utterly batshit insane behavior is not growing the tent. You know, I was an Iron Man fan for about a decade before the first movie. Uh, note, everybody can feel free to think hipster. Sure, go for it. <laughs> and you know what? In the time since, how have I felt about the fact that the character went from virtually unknown to a massive pop culture icon. I love it. I absolutely love it. First of all, I'm still obviously a fan of the character. I mean, that goes without saying. For the love of God, my sister's wedding fell the same weekend as Iron Man 3. And uh, I still found time to go see that before I went to her wedding. <laughs> and I think everybody who's listening to this is automatically thinking, yep, he's a terrible person, and they're probably not wrong. But you see my point? I mean, uh, that's something, by the way, uh, you can backtrack and listen to our Marvel cast, uh, number two. Yeah, that was worth it. Um, I love it, because I get, because as a fan, A, Marvel has been publishing more trades. They've been doing more with the character. And B, there's so many more cool toys out. There's so many more cool things to deal with with the character. And I've gotten four amazing films starring the character. When the tent grows and more people come in, we all win. We all win when that happens. Yeah. So, basically, we should be a, we should be a happier community than we are. And we should be a much more welcoming community. But you know, I've griped so much about fans in this last cast. 
I want to close this up by talking about my experiences having gone to comic book conventions because I've gone to several. Comic book conventions are the greatest places in the world for me because they are the happiest, most welcoming, most wonderful places. Fans are great people. They love what they do. And if you're in that community when you're really when you're really dealing with people who are happy to be there, you can strike up random conversations with people. Um, I went to a hotel once. Or when I went to Wizard World Chicago, the biggest one that I've been to, I was striking up conversations with people from around the country I'd never met and discussing things because we had a common interest. That's the beauty of fandom. And that's the world that I want to think of. Absolutely. We just, we got to open the doors wider, guys. And we've got to, and we certainly can't, we can't, we can't engage the worst of our natures. No. But I believe in us. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, going back to the, going briefly back to the Brony thing, I know many people, personally, uh, know many people who have just quit because they couldn't stand the darker side of the, uh, the fandom and just, but I, I stick with it because I, I still believe in, in the great. There's been a lot of charity work that's been done recently and there's, I've been seeing the local, like, convention that's going to happen next month come together and it's right. excellent. And, uh, and yeah, so I, you know, I still believe that's why I'm still there. Let's never lose the faith. Yeah. You gotta, be, you gotta believe to quote, to quote Scott Pilgrim. You gotta believe. Yeah. Well, we'll get at you on the next episode. Yeah. See you then. All right. I knew it. I'm wondering how he eats and breathes on the other side.